Support for this episode of the Creative City Podcast comes from Such and Such, a design and fabrication studio. For more information, visit Such and Such site. That's Such and Such, S I T E dot com. Welcome to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with some of Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. For more information and to listen to previous episodes, please visit www.creativecitypodcast.com. Sign up for the newsletter for the latest updates and be sure to listen, rate, and review on iTunes. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Creative City Podcast. I'm Tamia Stinson of thestylesample.com, and today I have with me in the studio Mr. James Avant IV, who is the founder and creator of OCD Cakes. How you doing, James? I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show. So I have been to the Big Paycheck uh, for the past couple years, and I arrived a little late to the most recent one. I will blame the streetcar. Friends, here's a quick tip. Do not take the streetcar if you need to be somewhere at a particular time. It's more like a I have to get to a place at some point type of thing for the streetcar. But I made it in time for your pitch, and I have to say that it was fantastic. It did not surprise me at all that you won. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was like... On point, you had all your all your talking points together. It was relaxed but not boring. Like you were still engaging. Um, it just seemed very well done. There was still an element of humor in there. So how do you do that? Tell us how how that all came together. You know that that takes a lot of practice. Um, this was a ten week process, or, or the big pitch was a ten week process, um, and we started off um, in a pool of applicants that was narrowed down to eight finalists. And then we were paired up with a mentor from um, the community. So mine was Paul Picton from Maverick Chocolate. He resides in Finley, and so it's kind of a really um, oh. he's a really awesome mentor because we're in the same space, food uh, driven businesses, and so it was he was an awesome resource. And then I had um, my U.S. bank specialist, who was Michael Howard. Um, he's a small business banker, awesome guy, very connected within the community. So I had some really awesome people to bounce a lot of, uh, you know, um, ideas off of, whether it was my deck or, or feedback that I needed for the presentation um, in conjunction with some of my other friends and advisors. Um, but we were paired up with those individuals for 10 weeks. We worked on the business plan, which is 50% of the competition. Um, so oh, I didn't an, realize that. Yeah, so there was an actual um, physical business plan we had to hand in wow. a few weeks prior to our actual pitch okay. that was scored, and then uh, that score was paired with the score that we received on the night of the big pitch, um, which was a result of the five-minute pitch we gave. Okay, I didn't realize the thing about the business plan. So yeah. when you were practicing for the actual pitch, because like I said, that was so put together, I've done some public speaking, and it's not my favorite thing to sure. do, but I'm trying to get better at it. So what, what what did you do to prepare so I can be more like that? So I, I think I have a little bit of a cheat because I, I taught as an instructor, um, a culinary instructor locally for the past year. And so that really puts you in front of people that are, um, you know, are, are very different than you. You have to figure out how to, you know, reel certain people back in or give others a certain amount of, you know, vocal attention. And so it kind of caused me to have to really um, create this kind of holistic speaking experience that, <laughs> that, uh, that, that met a lot of people's needs. Um, I like speaking. 
Um, I do get nervous, but it yeah. is something that uh, I do like doing. And I practiced, 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 practiced. Every opportunity I had, I practiced. I practiced with my mentors, practiced with family, practiced with friends, brought people over to my apartment to go over my pitch with me. Did they um, get cake when they came over? They got cookies, okay. actually. All right, all right, okay. Um, and I was actually, so when people were coming over, I, I tried out my new pumpkin spice shortbread cookie that's uh, currently being offered as a part of my lineup, and uh, it is fantastic. Now, now, where can we, just sidebar, where can we get that? <laughs> so you can uh, visit my website, ocdcakes.com, um, or give, give me a call, and I, uh, I operate out of the Finley Market Kitchen, which is on Elm Street. Okay, now you mentioned that you used to teach culinary classes. Like, mm-hmm. how did you get into doing that? So it was a very funny story. I worked locally at um, Sur La Table, which is in oh, Rookwood yeah. in High Park, um, or Norwood, actually. And um, I walked in there one day when they were renovating the space, and um, the uh, head chef at the time, um, we got talking a little bit because I was looking for some baking books just to kind of expand my repertoire um, and just test some new recipes, and he asked if I was uh, interested in being a culinary instructor. And, Why did um, he ask you that? We, uh, so I, I told him that I worked in catering, I worked for um, oh. Eat Well, and I was um, starting a new business called OCD Cakes, and uh, he asked if I knew how to make macarons, because that was something that was uh, a lot of people, I guess, don't know how to do, and it's very, very time-consuming, and it can be difficult if you aren't patient. Um, and so I am not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, you know what it's it's not hard. It's just really um, you, you just really got to learn to trust yourself, be confident, and be patient. Nope, got none of that. Oh, go man, on. Man. <laughs> you, just, you have to just buy them from me then. There you go. Um, so um, I, I brought some macarons in. Actually, two days later for him to try, um, he said, "Man, these are fantastic." Look at you going after it. Absolutely. I mean, um, I, I love I love interacting with people and getting them passionate about not only things that I like, but things that they may not know that they like. Mm-hmm. Um, and baking is something that's very close to me. It got me through um, hard times of anxiety. And so I really like being able to share my passion with other people. Um, and the anxiety is part of what's behind the name yes, OCD Yes, behind the name OCD Cakes. So OCD Cakes stands for Obsessive Cake Disorder. Um, but I was diagnosed with OCD uh, a few years ago. And baking was one of the ways I was able to manage my anxiety. Um and so the name kind of it, it doesn't doesn't necessarily poke fun at OCD, but just gives it a little bit of a, a lightness. Yeah. Uh, because OCD and anxiety are something that um, a lot of people in the U.S. experience, but it's also uh, there, there's a very heavy stigma around it. And so I wanted to be able to pair something that's very uncomfortable, like mental illness and mental health, with something that's very comfortable to people, which is cake. Because when you think <laughs> about cake and you think about uh, celebration and positivity and those things that, uh, that, that represent cake exactly, yeah. um, you can take an unfamiliarity and, and, and make it a lot more approachable with something positive. What do you think it was about baking that helped calm you down? Was it the, because this is why I'm terrible at baking, I can cook because you can just throw sure. a bunch of stuff in a exactly. pot and don't care about measurements. Nope. Baking is chemistry. Like baking is. is science. Is is having those very specific measurements and specific things to do was that, do you think, part of the Absolutely. It, it, it set me up for success. So, <laughs> so so my degree is in neurobiology. Oh, my God. And I have a minor in Spanish. And so um, what? I'm What? How did that? Okay. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you threw me with the Spanish. <laughs> so so the original goal was, was to go to medical school. Uh-huh. And um, I got, you know, through my undergraduate career, I'd done research for a total of about eight years, starting from high school. Um, was really involved with the kind of, um, you know, 
pre-med track and Mm -hmm. scene. And um, I decided that I wanted to become a physician because after my experience with OCD and and, and, um, just the mental health sector, that after going through five therapists and, you know, um, not necessarily getting the full experience I wanted out of Mm -hmm. therapy, I didn't want that to happen to other people. And so I wanted to um, be able to offer uh, preventative effective preventative uh, preventative medicine um, th- through my practice. And so that's kind of how that played out. But as I got closer to graduation and as OCD cake started to take off a little bit, I but decided... But Spanish, though. This, so the Spanish part comes in um, just making me more of a... Uh, it, may, it may be more of a marketable person and okay, physician. got it. Uh, because the Latino population will be increasing mm-hmm. um, in, in the next few years, I wanted to be able to, you know, offer care to people who are... Who, who are within the U.S., and there are so many different people. Um, but when you have an influx of a certain population, I want to be able to meet that demand. So you were just going to use all the parts of your brain. Oh, the absolutely. science part, the language part, absolutely. all that stuff. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so you started baking. Started baking, um, and because, you, like you mentioned, it is chemistry, it, it came to me very naturally. Um, I mean, classes like organic chemistry and <gasps> chemistry 101 and, you know. Um, oh, you just brought back some really terrible memories. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. I'll recover. No, it's funny. So I actually, the first time um, I took biochemistry was at um, a graduate level. Didn't realize what class I was taking. Oh, whoops. And uh, (laughs) that definitely affected my GPA. (laughs) So went back and redid the class. Did well the second time. But um, I I did not always do well in in biochemistry. Okay. If that makes you feel any better. It doesn't. But thank you for telling me that story. (laughs) You tried. I appreciate it. I did. Um, But, you know, it it is. It's a very uh, controlled environment um, where if you follow the if you follow A, B, you're going to get C. Um, And I think there's a lot of of baking where you can add a lot of your personal um, to the experience because it takes time. Right. Okay. So how is that a plus? It's it's a plus because you are baking is a product of your. Um, your effort and your input. Mm, okay, I can see that. And so when you think about the time that you're spending creating this product that, you know, has these multiple elements that have to mesh together um, perfectly, when that turns out the way you want it to, you are super proud of that product after <laughs> yeah, that's gotta out be, of the oven. That's got to be pretty rewarding. Absolutely. I can see that. So you've, you've, you've won the big pitch. You've gotten the good news. You've done the stories. You've taken the pictures. You got the big right. check like they show on TV yep. with your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, what do you do with that? So that is currently framed and on my wall in my, in my apartment. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Leave that up. Yeah. It will stay up for a long time. <laughs> so you've gotten all this. What's, what are, what are your next steps? So my next steps are um, to actually use the money for what I, I, I pitched during the pitch. And that is for um, extension of my business called Bakeology. And that's spelled out B-A-K-E-O-L-O-G-I-E. I wanted to give it a little bit of distinction from... The science thing is coming back in the It is. Here. It is coming back. Okay. Uh, but essentially, Bakeology is a community kitchen with the goal of getting you, so our friends and neighbors around the table, to eat, build, and create community. Um, I think there's a there's a um, connection between OCD Cakes and Bakeology just from the heavy community um, 
community that we that we focus on. Uh, but really, like again, the goal is to create this class experience that is accessible, affordable, but also really gets people um, thinking about their cooking and eating time as social. Um, if you think about even five years ago, when you know families sat down at the table and you know waited for a mom and dad to get home, or you prepared a meal together, even with friends, um, there's a sense of community around the table. And even if you're you're making you know mac and cheese from a box, or you're roasting a turkey and having that in the middle of your table, um, the same emotion and feeling is there of community. And I really want to present that to people who may not be able to afford upwards of sixty dollars for a cooking class experience. Ooh, that's a great idea because I. I mean, around here, especially in Cincinnati, the number of eating establishments that have been popping up over the past few years have made it really clear that people enjoy food. Absolutely. And I think a big part of that enjoyment is the fact that you get to share that with other Absolutely. people. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about Bakeology, because you said that I could come, but as you know, as we discussed, baking is not my thing. <laughs> what could I expect from a Bakeology class? So when you, when I want people to think about baking in its literal sense, so that's the dry application of heat. So that, does, that oh covers Lord, things. Oh, Lord, you just went way. <laughs> it, so, 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 so there's no flame present. So that's what that means. Okay. So when you think about a, a cooktop, you got a flame um, underneath your pan. Right. But we're just focusing on dry heat in a box. I have never thought about it that way, I swear. And that's what I want you to think about because when people think about baking, their mind automatically goes to sweets and pastries. Yes. And you think about cakes. My favorite. And it's my favorite too. <laughs> but there's a, there, it's a very, um, very vast, uh, I guess, category of, of food preparation. That's true. So baking includes things like, you know, um, Making casseroles, making, you know, your little pigs in a blanket. Um, you <laughs> oh, bake, that reminds me of slumber parties. <laughs> right. You bake pizzas. You bake, um, I mean, even if we talk about the dry application of heat, braising goes in there. So that's uh, yeah. cooking with a liquid in your oven. Um, you've got roasting. So there's a ton of things that you can do in the oven. I do love that roasting. do not, exactly. It's, it makes some juicy proteins. Yes, it does. But there's a ton of things you can do in the oven that really kind of uh, expand your repertoire and make you more versatile, a, a, vers- a versatile cook. So Bakeology is not just about sweets. It's about baking in general. Yes, coming around Ooh. the oven and using that, that piece of equipment that most people have in their houses uh, more, more efficiently and more creatively. Oh, I like that. So you could, I could potentially learn something new. Absolutely. Which is not difficult because I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is that I would continue to expand that knowledge. I like that. Um, is there anything in particular um, that you're looking forward to with this process? You know, you've got you've got a bunch of stuff to do. I do. A lot of stuff to do. <laughs> so um, there's hiring coming. Um, Ooh, you, who are you looking for? So I am looking for um, individuals, so kitchen assistants who have um, some experience just working in the type of kitchen to help facilitate classes. Okay. Um, I'm looking for um, a couple interns to kind of help with, you know, managing my emails and kind of the, the correspondence piece um, and kind of keeping me focused on teaching versus having to manage, you know, like I said, my email, social media, and, that, and those types of things. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm looking for right now. Um, and then after the first of the year, I'll be looking for another culinary instructor down the line. So 
I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, that is exciting. How is it working in the Finley Kitchen? Finley Kitchen is an awesome space. Um, I get to interact with a ton of other different businesses who um, are at a stage of growth that's outside of maybe their home or they needed an extra kitchen to, you know, fill orders. And so um, I'm right there in the center of Finley Market. So I have access to this awesome food, fresh organic food. Um, I'm right down the street from, um, you know, downtown and OTR. Right. So there's a vibrant community. The streetcar runs right next to the, the Finley Kitchen. So there's a lot happening in the space and, and I really love that I'm there. Are you there often? I am. So um, the space is not open to the public, um, but I'm there preparing. I always, like literally press my face up yeah. against the glass when I walk by. Yeah. So the, the bakery is actually behind that, that partition wall. Oh, okay. And so I'm generally there a um, few days of the week preparing things for OCD Cakes. Interesting. So what kind of things do you like to prepare for OCD cakes? Because so, you've talked about a lot of different types of food. Sure. So I so OCD cakes uh, focuses on celebratory pastries. So one thing that I'm really into right now are um, mini eclairs. Tell and me so more. They're about, they're four by one inch um, and they are really kind of any flavor you can think of. What I pride myself in doing is taking traditional flavors and applying them to different types of pastries. So when you think about, let's say, for example, one thing that's really popular around this time of the year um, are sweet potato pies or pumpkin pies. I put that in a cookie form. And so I do a sweet potato pie cookie and then a uh, pumpkin spice shortbread. And you did not bring any of these things to this recording. You know what? what? what Not this time. Okay. But... Okay. We'll link up. All right. All right. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds really tasty. And you said people can order these on your website or give you a call? Yep, or or visit any of my social media pages. Now, is everything custom or do you do any, I guess, retail or wholesale? I do do some retail, um, but I I do operate mostly in the the custom realm. I do have uh, kind of standard things I offer, but a lot of people will approach me asking for specialty cakes, um, decorative cookies, uh, macarons and eclairs just for their specific types of events. Okay. All right. So I couldn't just stop by and grab a cookie? No, you have to. So so you could stop by and grab a cookie, but you have to give me um, about <laughs> 48 hours notice. Okay. All right. I don't think I won't put it on the calendar. Please do. <laughs> I'm, I'll, 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 I'll hold you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the Creative City Podcast comes from Such and Such, Cincinnati's premier design and fabrication studio. Co-founders Alex Ashberry and Zach Darmanian-Harris work with small businesses and design firms nationwide to create the fun, custom pieces that the standard shop just can't handle. From bespoke furniture to experiential environments, Such and Such brings ideas to life in their Over the Rhine workshop, combining 21st century technology with traditional craftsmanship to create one-of-a-kind designs. Get in touch today by emailing hello at suchandsuchsite.com. You've got all this fantastic stuff coming up. And one of the things that I've been trying to do lately is to take some time to think about uh, what's happening in the present and appreciate the small moments Absolutely. of joy. Uh, the other day, I was driving up to my mom's house, and <laughs> this is dumb. So I was driving up to my mom's house, and I'm, I hate driving. I don't. It's not really my bag. But I happened to notice um, 
when I got out of the car, my car is a bug, like a Volkswagen sure. bug. It's a yellow bug. And there that was fits you. people say that all the it time. Does. It people really always does. tell me that. And there was when I got out of the car at my mom's house, there was a yellow ladybug on the side of my car. That's awesome. And I tried to take a picture of it, but you know that never actually works sure. out. I was gonna Snapchat it, but it didn't actually work out. But it made me smile because I remember when I was little, my mom also had a yellow Volkswagen bug, and I used to sleep in the back seat in my strawberry shortcake sleeping bag when she was taking <laughs> my, when she was taking my dad to work. So it just kind of made me like think about all those memories, plus coupled with the fact that I was actually going to see my mom. It was just like a nice little prepackaged moment of sure. memories and happiness that. You know, only lasted for a little while, but still, it was nice to That's have. That's awesome. Do you have any uh, moments like? I mean, you've been doing a lot. Yeah, I'm sure you've had a lot of really good big moments. Any anything stand out? Um, you know, um, I guess so. So my parents just recently relocated to Memphis, oh. and uh, I think small moments that I appreciate are uh, when I talk to them on the phone. Um, we we chat. Almost every day. Wow. Um, but when I, I have two younger brothers, uh, but when I get to, you know, interrupt their day for two to three minutes and call them while they're at work or, you know, ask them how they're doing. You're one of those people that calls when people are at work. I, see, see, I have a non-traditional schedule. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so to me, time is always just. It's up, very fluid, it's I'm very sure. Fluid. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I, I do know when they're out of meetings and, you know, um, have some free time. My mom works from home and my dad works uh, in, in an office, but they, they love when I can, you know, reach out to them in my busy day and say, hey, thinking about you, love you, um, and I miss you. That's sweet. Family is the best. really is. I feel like any time I spend time with my family, it's always, it's always a good thing. Absolutely. So can you tell people where to find out more about you and OCD Cakes and Bakeology and anything else that you have coming up uh, online and in real life? So um, the Bakeology website will be up next week. Um, and that, oh. You can find that at uh, Bakeology. That's B-A-K-E-O-L-O-G-E dot co, so dot C-O. Okay. Um, and there will be a list of our classes, our community events. Um, the first event that we'll be having is on the 19th, and that will be... Um, the 19th of what? Of November. Wow, that's soon. It's very soon. And that will be uh, one of our, our, our social potlucks. So essentially the way that those work, those are a little less expensive than our normal classes, but um, what we ask is that you bring a dish. Uh, we teach you how to make the protein, so the, the meat or, or whatever we're having. Um, and it's really just a time for people to commune and play a few games, have some fun, and, and have a drink around food. this would food. be at Finley? This would be at the Finley Kitchen. Nice. So there'll be one on the 19th and then one on the 22nd for anyone that's kind of left in town, may not have plans for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got you. You can be a part of our family oh, nice. for the day. Um, and then any anything from Bakeology, or excuse me, um, OCD Cakes, it's ocdcakes.com. Follow us on social media at, uh, at OCD Cakes and at Bakeology. Is that on Twitter, Instagram? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, everything is, is about the same. So, um, and then, you know, feel free to give us a call or, or shoot us an email. Okay. And you can follow me online at The Style Sample on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And feel free to go to creativecitypodcast.com to listen to current and previous episodes. And be sure to sign up for the mailing list so you can keep up to date with what's going on with Cincinnati's creative community. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Thank you. You are a blast, honestly. (laughs) And I'm even more of a blast when I have cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make make sure that happens. Okay, thank you. See you next time.